You are now tuned in from the desk of low. Brought to you by from the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you have a dream, go get it. Okay, is this is my sound okay? Welcome back from the desk of low. I have with me a returning guest. It's actually his third appearance on the podcast, though, but his energy is always welcome, too. He's the general. I never would have thought that I would have the opportunity to work with this man. But without further introductions, let's proudly reintroduce MLK Socks. What up, though? What up, though? Can you keep it moving at your service? I see you're a very busy man, so you got a lot of stuff coming up soon. Hey, man, you know how it is, man. Absolutely. I'm trying to get it. Ain't nobody going to give it to me. That's exactly. Um, so since we last spoke, um, MRK, you've been on, on the go since lately. You did the Hello Tomorrow collaboration, and you also started your Bandcamp Weekly series. So before we jump into your newest single, what inspired your Bandcamp Weekly single, sir? Mm, I think uh, with the pace of how music comes out these days, even music that people like um, gets overlooked because something new is always coming down the pipe, man. So, so um, you know, it, it really is just a reminder, like a weekly reminder that, uh, you know, we still over here putting out that heat. You know, that's really all it is. You know, it's been like, uh, I've really been releasing a bunch of freestyles. You know, it's really what I've been, what I've been giving the people. And, um, and, and 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 those are exclusives, you know. The Bandcamp thing is a, is a subscription based situation to where people that really rock with me and support the brand uh, by a small donation monthly can get new music, new fresh music weekly, and uh, they can also get things that are released to the masses at least a week early. You know, um, everything that I have coming out, everything that the whole that feeling camp has coming out. If you're a subscriber, you're gonna get it a week early. You get. 15% off merch, off top. Um, again, these freestyles that I've been dropping weekly, a lot of this other music will never be released anywhere else ever. Like, the only way you'll ever be able to hear it is by being a subscriber. And I'm curious, too, what made you want to rap over beats like Metal Child, Going Bad, and Tatiana? You killed that Tatiana remix, though. Thank, thank you, bro. Um, competition. You know, that's really all it is, man. It's just it's just competition. Um, those are the artists that people happen to be listening to um, at the moment. So I wanted to get my take on, on what it is everybody else was loving. You know what I mean? I want you to hear how, how I would approach, you know, how the Sock Monster would, would approach something like that. You know what I mean? Give you a taste of that. Competition. I love, I love, I love J. Cole, Meek Mill. Um, I, I've not heard enough of Blueface to say whether I like him or not. You know, that's not a diss, it just happened. Um, but I want you to know that, uh, look, man, I'm not, I'm not fucking around, man. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I love J. Cole, I love Meek Mill, but I'm, I'm absolutely coming, coming for him, man. I want that spot, G. Now, when you say you want that spot, too, let's get into your single. Because um, I know the lane that you're trying to get into when I heard that track, too. I'm, I'm curious, too. What made you want to name it that title? How can I make this shit up? Uh, all right, so how can I make this shit up? It's something that my manager says all the time, yo. Like, if you know anything about this business and the, and the, and the dealings with it, you know, you're dealing with people. 
And people never cease to amaze. And one of my manager's favorite quotes is when he would call me. <laughs> he would call me. He would say, man, I cannot make this shit up, man. <laughs> he would... He would proceed to tell me whatever it is, and, uh, and I told him, I said, man, you, I said, I'm definitely doing a song using that, and at the beginning of the song, you hear me, you hear me shout him out, and I say, I say, you getting writing credit on this one, that's what I mean, when I say that, I'm talking to my manager, LB, shout out to LB, <laughs> he always say, I cannot make this shit up, because <laughs> he got a tough job, man, he got a tough job, man, he a hardworking man, but that's where, that's where the concept came from. Um, I cannot make this shit up, man. I got a hell of a story, bro. Like, my story in this music business is so crazy that I just, I feel like, man, number one, like, people wouldn't believe most of it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've lived three or four different lives in this business, and I truly cannot make this shit up, man. Like, it's so bananas. You know, I've done, I've done everything except become a millionaire in this shit. Yeah, because, um... When when people actually find out who what you went by too and Google what you used to do, it's um it's a one of amazing stories too. Do you plan on getting personal with this project too? Because you say Yellow Fever Tokyo Lights gave him life. Like that that kinda gave a hint like you're gonna get personal with this project. Um So there are some personal moments, let's say that. Let's say that there's a there's there's there's, a, there's one song called "Come Back to Me," um, that is a personal song through and through, beginning to end, on the album, uh, which is called um, "The Amazing Sock Monster." By the way, it's the name of the album. Um, and and so uh, "Come Back to Me" is on there, and um, that sprinkles throughout a few of the other records, man. But I but I'm I'm saving I'm saving a lot of the deeper narrative for when I have a few a few more eyes on me. You know what I'm saying? You know, but I am, but I am kind of unapologetically putting some things out there. Like when I, and, and that song, when I say, I remember Tokyo nights, I remember Thailand nights. Like there's a whole narrative that goes along with those stories, but I just kind of briefly touch on them. You know what I mean? Just to let the people know, man, like you, you're not dealing with an amateur here. You dig? Yeah. Dealing with a well, well, I would consider a well-rounded vet because you got a good history within the music industry. Thank you, bro. And um, I'm curious too. Oh, and you're most welcome too. I keep keep, keep forgetting to say you're welcome half the time. Um, when 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 you say uh, social media is whack to me, I feel you on that. There's like some of those damn bots, man. Especially those graphic designer ones. I hate those bots. But I think that once you master the tricks behind social media it can be a wonderful thing listen man social media is no different than anything else that gets uh downgraded to its basic level of 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 capitalism right capitalism ruins everything um and it has ruined social media like it does everything like everything gets broken down to, to its very essence, which is simply getting attention to sell some shit. Like that's it. It happens to everything. I don't care what it is. Like even Facebook right now is dealing with a lot of shit because uh, companies want to sell shit. You understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and they got money. And so, you know, we all follow suit, man. And it winds up just kind of being a, a waste basket for like, like I, I look at social media, like, like flyers on the car after the club. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really reads them. They just kind of there. 
You know what I mean? And, and, and uh, you know, you walk past a bunch of cars going to your car and they got flyers all over them. You don't look at them. When you get to your car, you see a flyer on your car, you're immediately like, what is this shit? You take it off and you throw it. Like, that's the same energy that most people approach uh, social media uh, with. Um, so the things that wind up standing out is just goofy shit. It's just people doing goofy things to themselves or others or, you know, just something to pass the time, man, at, while you're at work or, you know, if you're taking this shit, you know what I mean? It's just something to do. It's just something to get on, you know, something for women to, you know, uh, something for them to get attention and figure out how to get money off of. Like, it all falls under the same umbrella of capitalism, man. I ain't trying to take it too far, but, you know, it, it everything gets corrupted, man, for the same shit. Like, at first it's cool, everybody's sharing information, keeping in touch. It's, it's a beautiful thing. The, the, the next thing you know, you know, it's 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 uh, sponsored posts. Every other post, you know, yeah. trying to say some shit. <clears throat> yeah, because you'd be thinking that you'd be following this person, you have to scroll back up to see it says sponsored on it. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's nothing wrong. Like that's nothing wrong with it. It's just that uh, I'm just I'm just kind of further explaining what I mean in the song. When I say, uh, you know, social media is biting me. You know, um, it's just a, it's just another game of pick a race. But I'm trying to get the club packed fully. But I think it's lame and I ain't got shit to say. Like, I don't have shit to say to everybody every day. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't come out of the era of reminding people every day that I exist. So it's, it's, it's weird to me. It's like, hello, hey, how you doing? Remember me? I make music. Hey, remember me? Hi, hello. You know, remember me? I got on a chain now. Remember me? I'm walking my dog now. Remember me? I'm eating food now. Remember me? I like big asses. Remember me? I, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's like this egomaniac environment, man. It's like this narcissistic need for people to constantly validate your existence. You know, like every single day. Hello, remember me. Like, oh man, these likes, I need them. You know, I feed on them. I, you know, and, and, and it is what it is. It ain't going to change no time soon. Again, just further elaborating on what I meant by that line. What, what made you, like, realize that? Because you obviously realized that recently, too, if, if I'm not mistaken. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't recent, man. I, I spent the last five years of my life studying social media intensely. I don't know anybody else in my immediate circle that has spent the amount of time, energy, or money um, into studying social media and and social media algorithms. Like, don't doubt me on this. Like, I'm obsessed about this shit. Uh, up until probably the last six months, I was completely obsessed. With obsessed with it for like half a decade trying to figure out what made this shit tick and what makes it tick quite simply man is one word popularity it doesn't matter what you do as long as popular comes before the thing you do you can sell it you know it all comes down to popularity man and if you don't really have a lot of experience with popularity or being the popular person you're going to struggle with this shit you know what I'm saying and most people are not popular people most people don't realize how um, exclusive the popular group is. It's not normal for somebody to be popular. There's, 
billions of people on earth and probably out of that billion, a million of them are popular. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, like being popular is, is a very, very abnormal thing to be, to have a, you know, to walk out on the stage and there'd be 50,000 people that bought tickets to come in and watch you do your thing. It's a completely abnormal existence. It's weird. It does not happen to the majority of people in human existence. You understand what I'm saying? So when people are popular, um, just by virtue of being popular, it stands out. Just period. Wow, people know you. People give a damn about you. You know, when I was, I, I learned about popularity in Japan, but uh, I didn't, I didn't take the lesson well. You know, I didn't, I didn't take the lesson well. What basically happened was, um, when you can't speak the language, um, or when you speak the language a little bit, you tend to try to get to the point of things as quickly as possible. You know what I mean? If you can't say, hello, can you tell me where to find some water? You point to your mouth and you say, water, water. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? And so, so this is an example of what I mean. So, so, uh, people would ask when I would meet people in Japan, their very first question to me, very, very first question before any other question would be, are you popular? Really? The, and the phrase is, uh, uh in Japanese, it's, it, yeah, it's you made that guy. So they would they would either ask me or or whoever was introducing them to me or their friend next to them. The very first thing they wanted to figure out before they had any real interaction with you was are you famous? That's what they want to know because that will dictate everything going forward. And what I would what I would submit what I would submit is that it's really no different than anybody. Everybody, everybody deals with people on the level of popularity that they are. Like, it's a, again, this, this is a conversation we can have another time, but everything is about that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and popularity comes in, there's like tiers of it. You popular in your crew, then you popular on your, your block, then you popular at your school, then you popular on your side of town, then you popular on your town, then you popular on your state. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's different levels to this shit. But the one thing that everybody in the world respects more than any fucking thing is popularity. I don't care who they are. They respect popular. You understand? So, and, and that's what, and, and so going back to, to go all the way back around to the beginning, when I say what has happened to social media is uh, popularity is how you sell things. So, so, uh, now social media is now all about popularity. It's not about like what the fuck is good or what the fuck is bad. Like, like nobody even knows what that is anyway. Like that's extremely subjective. It's about what stands out and what doesn't stand out. You know, so I was long winded as fuck, but you know, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> I can't keep it moving at your service. Go ahead. Well I, I well, I understand too, like, because, um, like, you're your field of knowledge too, and I'm, I'm, is that why you wanted to start at the Elbrick Road Podcaster? And did you play around with the I have to. Okay. Now, why would you say you have to? I have to do the Elbrick Road, but, but the Elbrick Road, Elbrick Road Podcast, man, and, and all honesty, bro, is for my kids. It's for my kids to be able to look back when I'm gone years from now and um and, and they're able to, to, to understand the story as told by me personally. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, what an L brick is, the L brick is when I call, is, is, are, are times where I call L's. Why I, I took losses, and then I took those losses and I created bricks out of them to pay, to, 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 to pave the way to where it is I really want to go. Basically, another way of saying, I, I figured out how to turn bad shit into good, you know? And so, and so what the L brick road is going to do is going to walk you through to the, walk you through the process of how I got now because anybody that's listening to this, let me tell you, I don't care if it's two of you listening to this or a million of you listening to this. If I tell you my story, you're going to think to yourself that, that all of the situations I present to you, you're going to think that, oh, if I had those opportunities, I would be on by now. Or uh, surely when you did X, Y, and Z, that meant that it was a big deal and you would have, you know, one by now, you understand? But it's but it, it it doesn't work that way, right? Like it doesn't work that way. Life is not it's not a straight line like that. You you, what I want to reveal to a lot of people is, you know, the, you know, just just very simply, the one thing that happens when you stand in the room with one of your idols is that you learn very 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 quickly that while you know them and everything about them, they don't know shit about you. <laughs> and what you are is a stranger, right? Like, you imagine in your head that when you meet your idol, you guys are going to have this fantastic conversation, right? <laughs> like, like you think they're going to be nice people. You're going to have this great conversation. They're going to feel you. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to do this. You are going to smile and stick your hand out, and they're going to say, oh, hello. Um, they have to be careful because you might be crazy. You understand what I'm saying? And what becomes immediately understood to you is, oh shit, I am a stranger to this person. You know, you know, so so that's kind of like, those are some of the things that I'm going to be explaining about about the Elbrick Road. You understand what I'm saying? You know, a lot of where you want to go, you are a stranger to those places. You see? And while you show up, um, there's another social race to enter. You understand what I'm saying? So, 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 so that's so that so that's that's the Elbrick Road. That's where Elbrick Road is coming from, man. I'm going to literally go to places in Atlanta where I had different things happen to me in my life, and I'm going to do the podcast from those places. From those places, I'm gonna go to studios. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the courthouse. I'm gonna go different places to the airport. I'm gonna go different places, and I'm going to have. It's the first time I'm even announcing this. But I'm going to go to those places and I'm going to do the podcast live from those locations and I'm going to break this shit down to you um, little by little, you understand, of, of, of how I took those L's and I turned, and I turned them into to a road I could walk on. Now, when, when you say you can turn them to a road that you walk on too, we, we can expect visuals from yeah. each episode too. I said, when you say it's a, a road that you can walk on too, can we expect visuals for each episode? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, so yeah, without revealing too much, yes, the the, the simple answer is yes. Oh, okay. Um, moving on from that too. Um, the amazing sock monster too. Um. Since we last spoke, too, how long did it take you to record your single for that album, sir? Because I know artists have different processes of how they make uh, their single. Um, I didn't know. 
I cannot make this shit up. It's gonna be the single. Uh, actually, it was not the choice for the first single. Um, if I'm if I'm keeping it a buck, uh, I started working with these producers in the Ukraine. Um, that go by Just Chill Beats. We share a manager. Uh, uh, my man LB. Shout out to LB. And so, uh, he started sending me their music. I started working with their music to get placements on other things. Like, uh, like for instance, they produced uh, My Lady for Crooked Eye and, and, and um, Family Business. Okay? So, so they also produced What Up Though for Swifty McVeigh and Obi Trice featuring me. Right? So that's how I started working with Just Chill Beats. Well, when those things worked out well, um, I started getting tracks just for myself. And then I started cranking out records. I started cranking out records, man, at least a couple of days for a couple of months. And uh, we have, we just had a really, really good chemistry. There's another producer uh, in the UK uh, named Kill Miami that my, that my manager is attached to as well. Same process with that. Um, I started getting beats from Kill Miami um, with the purpose of trying to get placements with other people. But I wound up vibing to the beat so well myself that uh, cranking out records. So the uh the the majority i think all except one song on the ep is all produced by just chill beats and kill miami so so um oh so i just i just really we, we really just kind of listened to the songs obsessively for three or four months we just kept listening to them and and i have some very big records right like i got i got smash hit records like really really big records and but those records require um, very big visuals to them. And so I can't afford the visuals that it takes to make those records come to life. Um, but I Cannot Make This Shit Up was a song that no matter when we played it, it always felt the same. Like, it always felt good. It doesn't matter how many times you play this record, the shit is jamming. So, um... So I told my manager, I said, man, I think I can shoot a, I think I can shoot a, a, a dope and relatively uh, simple video to that. I think it'll go hard. I think we, I think because the the amazing sock monster, it, it, it comes in four volumes. Volume one is getting ready to drop, and so um, I told my face to kick it off. Um, my first official single is MRKSX. My first everything. I feel like I cannot make this shit up. Is enough balance of everything I'm bringing to the table, plus. Just chill beats on the track. That shit jamming. I think it's gonna work, man. And uh, so that's that's where that came from. I was gonna say that single is jamming too. I've been playing that nonstop since I heard it. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. You're definitely definitely trying to compete. I'm not out here waving the real hip hop flag. I'm not, I don't have you know I don't. I'm not dissing that, but that ain't what I'm doing, man. I'm I'm out here trying to compete, bro. Like I'm trying to win with this shit, man. I'm swinging for the fucking moon, man. You know what I mean? Like, I can rap my ass off. I can do hip-hop all day, so don't even... Like, anybody that's listening, like, don't let that be a deterrent. You understand what I'm saying? You, yeah. you, you getting bars, you getting all of that. Yeah, because, like, you, like you my know, man... You getting, you getting dope. You know what I mean? Don't, when, I, when I say I'm trying to compete, I don't want you to think that means I'm doing mumble rap or I'm... You know, I don't care about the content. No, I do. I'm rapping my ass off, but in terms of the emotion and the feel of the music... I need you to run that shit back. I want you to work out to my music. I want you to vibe to my music, drive to my music. You know what I'm saying? Not just 
Not just sit still and nod your head and listen to the beats. I want you to be vibing to that shit. Yeah, because you're competing with... You want to be competing against Kendrick, Drake, Cole, Meek, all those guys. That's why... I said, that's why you said... 100%. 100%. That's why I said I understand the lane that you're going in, too. But, like you said, you can also wrap your ass off, too. Like on that Hello Tomorrow when you said, um... Um... When you said, I got the meat, but the bread ain't right. Like, how do you come up with lines like that, too? Like, like I, it's making a sandwich, too, but it's like, the bread isn't right, but you have, like, the beef for it. <laughs> I totally got that. Like, it, it went over my head a million times, but, like, a couple days ago, it actually hit me. I'm like, yo, I get it. I get it. Right, 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 right. And, it, yeah, right. It, mean, it means a couple of different things. You understand what I'm saying? So my my uh, even even in I cannot make this shit up. Like I try to write every song to have dual meanings, and I'm not saying that shit to be pretentious, and I'm not bullshit. Like honestly, when you listen to my songs, they'll probably mean different things to you every time you listen to them. Like I typically set up my metaphors. I typically set up my lines to mean at least two things, right? Like at least. So, so when you hear it on the surface, you might have just heard it as a tight flow. You might have just been like, oh, that flow was dope. But then you listen back to it, and then you connect the line before it, and you say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I see what he's saying there. And then you listen to it again, and you say, no. Oh, no, he's saying that. Like, like I like to write my shit like that. You know, and when you, and when, and when you ask the question, how? Quite simply, bro, 10,000 hours. Like 10,000 hours, 10,000 songs, writing song after song, verse after verse, lyric after lyric. Like, that's what it is. It's, it's getting all the whack shit out and challenging yourself to not be so simple. It's, it's, it's setting the bar high for yourself. You understand? Listen, I come from the land of Royce the 5'9 and, and, and Elzai and, 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 and Eminem. You know what I mean? Like, I come, I come from the land of, like, extremely good rappers. Right, like extremely good lyric lyricists, like extreme, like some of the best to ever do it. Like that's who I grew up on. That's that when I scream Detroit, that's that's what people are thinking when I when I say that. So so when I write, I gotta write from the perspective of somebody that's able to say that I'm from Detroit, you know, and, and, and get that sort of respect. Hence, MLK. So I've actually met and, and worked with all of them except Eminem. So shout out to Royce. And, Shout out to L, man. Those are some good dudes. Yeah, I met uh, Royce and Kid Vish. They're definitely good dudes, too. Not Elzai, but Elzai definitely seems like a good dude. But hence your name. For sure. I met, I met, I met Kid Vish's last year, man. Good dude. Very good dude. Um, And for, hence your name, Michigan Rapkin, too, for the people who want to know it. Because there's different meanings behind MLK Socks, if you haven't heard the first episode we did. Right. And there's a whole story behind 
why I call myself can't keep it moving. And then I might hear some shit and be like, oh, this is just some Michigan rap king shit. I'm just rapping. I'm just rapping my ass off. Oh, okay. And then you got the soccer monster, which is just, I'm just styling on you. I'm just talking shit, like, from beginning to end. Like, I'm talking shit. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, if your girl looking, she probably, you know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't let me look back. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. You know, um, you know, if, if, it, if, it, if, it, if it's just Mark Socks, you understand what I'm saying? Um, I'm probably going to be on some intellectual shit. Like, a lot of this conversation we're having right now, I'm more so like in my Mark Socks bag. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm being a little bit more analytical. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm digging into issues in, in a more intelligent way. But if it's, but if, if the soccer house is on the track, nah, he talking shit. I definitely love like, it with the soccer <laughs> Point, point blank. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he, he talking that shit. Like, that's it. That's all you getting. So, so you can expect that on a project from me. You can expect, you can expect all of that. You know, you know, 100%. I got songs where, you know, I didn't say one curse word and you didn't realize I didn't say a curse word. But that's because I'm, 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 you know what I mean? I got some shit I'm trying to say and I'm on my Mark Sock shit. You know what I mean? And I got, I got songs where every other word is a curse word. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just whatever it is, bro. Whatever it is. Would you um, consider making your own socks if the album takes off too? Or like e even like... Because you're big on socks, too, and I, and I see a lot of people making their own socks. Has that idea ever came across to you, sir? Oh, yeah, the SX Collection, the SX Collection is coming, 100%. SX, SX Exclusives, SX Exclusives, let me say it right. The SX Exclusives are coming, right? It's not, I don't, I don't have any, anything I'm ready to show people, but the answer is yes, like, SX Exclusives are coming. Yeah, I got my own line of socks in the work, for real. Um, I wanted to ask you this, but I, I kind of wanted to let the people hear this, too. Um, where did you find your passion for socks? Oh, man. Great question. Because I know um, socks is your thing. <laughs> I couldn't tell you, man. As far, as far back as I can remember, I'm going to tell you where I think it came from. I'm going to tell you where I think it came from. I think, like, I was never able to afford, like, diamonds and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like my fresh, my fresh, I couldn't afford all of the latest uh, J's that came out or, you know, the latest chains or, you know, hat. Like, like most of the trends, I couldn't keep up with financially growing up. I just couldn't. Like, I, ain't, I, didn't, I didn't have the money. You know, I don't really come from, come from much in Detroit. And so, but the one thing I could afford was a dope pair of socks. You know what I mean? And so I found myself expressing my fresh through the socks I had on. That's really the best way I could say it. Then I, after, after a while, um, even though I would wear different types of socks, it wasn't something I was I was showing to people. Um, it was when I it was when I rebranded myself from defocus to MRKSX when the question came up, it's like, you know, what is your thing? Like, because I'm not really a gimmick person. I don't, I don't really fuck with gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? And so the question was, is what do you do naturally? Like, what do you have naturally that you feel like people would think is interesting? And I was like, well, I mean, I, I'm always with the fresh socks. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just kind of like where it came from, you know? And, and uh, I didn't really think much of it. It just kind of was my, my own personal thing. You know, but I got, I got, man, I got, I got 
fucking tons of socks, dude. Like, <laughs> all colors and everything printed on them. Like, I love socks, man. I love socks. Yeah, I seen uh, a few of your selection that should be posted on IG, like the NES ones. I was like, oh, yo, those are fresh. Yeah. Oh, man. Look, one of my, one of my favorite pairs. Yep. And anywhere, anywhere I'm at, like if I, like I was in Vegas um, last year, and uh, and, and, we, and we, we we went to the gift shop, the first thing I'm trying to find is, what the socks at? I know y'all got socks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, I need... I need the exclusive socks, like, everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? Like, people go places and they want to, you know, they want to they wanna figure out, you know, what kind of liquor they sell or they want to figure out, you know, what exclusive shoes to get or whatever. Man, I'm trying to figure out what the socks need. You know, 100%, bro. I would, I would, I wholeheartedly, let me tell you something, man. I ain't bullshit. Let me tell you something, bro. Like, when this shit really get popping, don't be surprised if I, I when I perform, I, I perform in socks. Like, I don't even <laughs> wear shoes. Period. It's you know more comfortable. Yeah, 100%. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious, too, um, your thoughts on Ed DeSock, if you're aware of him. I'm not. Tell me about him. Um, so it's a puppet that's on MTV. I don't think he's on there anymore, but it's basically a cigar shit-talking sock puppet, too. And um, he has a very dark personality, too. And um, that's why I was curious. I was like, what are your thoughts of him, too? But if you never heard of it, too, it was on, it was on MTV a lot. Hmm. About what? What time frame are we talking? Two th- when did Encore come out? 2004. Around there. I was overseas. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, I was overseas, so I probably, I probably didn't, um, it probably, it probably, it probably, uh, got past me. Yeah, from the years of, um, 2000 to 2007, I was not plugged in to what, to whatever was going on over here. Oh, it wasn't until you... At all. Like, I was in Japan, man. And when you came back, too, you got your first shot with Barbie Creek. Wow. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Shout out to Bobby Creekwater, man. One hundred percent. He gonna he gonna definitely be on um on the Elbrick Road. I gotta explain that relationship. It's, it's, it's a real special one to me. Um, it's kind of like the because you never forget people who gave you your first shot. It's kind of like with me with the kid vicious because like I'll never absolutely. forget fish that, and you'll never forget Creekwater. Absolutely not. Like yeah, yeah. It's it's. You know, man, the, the the bridge the bridge to your dreams typically comes by way of someone doing something for you that you cannot repay. That's that's typically how it happens. You know, I was told that years ago by an extremely successful producer um, that I had the privilege of, of speaking to for a minute. You know, he gave me all of this these, this list of things to do. He said, "You need to do this and study this and do that, and do that." And he said, "Even after all, you do that shit." Even after you got all the blocks checked and it's all lined up perfectly, you're still going to need somebody from that side to, for some reason, only be known to them, give you an opportunity that really helps you. You know, it really, it, it still comes by way of somebody uh, looking out. You know what I mean? Um, and, 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 that, and that could come at, at, at any different level. So, so um, it, I, I've always appreciated the kindness of people that have given me the opportunity to to use their platform, man. I was 
you know, today being Throwback Thursday, I was really, man, going down memory lane, you know, uh, you know, remembering things that I hadn't thought about in a long time and just kind of posting old videos of what I was really just mainly producing and, you know what I mean, that kind of shit, man. Just the people I've been able to work with, man, like, like Killer Mike and, like, just a lot of people, man, that, I, that I've been able to get some get some music time with. You know, it's just been a pleasure, man. It's just been a really, really, really big pleasure, man. What What's it like <clears throat> working with a West Coast legend like Yuckmouth? Man, Yuck, Yuck was a blast, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I really, um, I admit to not really prior to us working together, keeping up with his career. I didn't know that he still was moving pretty strong, you know, um, but, but, but let me tell you, man, I mean, uh, he's definitely from an earlier era, but is as sharp and fresh as any new artist you would ever want to see and works his ass off, man. Like, like, like the dude has something like, I don't know, like 30 albums out or something. Like, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, he always is putting out music. You know, he gave me a lot of advice when I met him. He was super cool. We kicked it. Um, you know, he was just a really cool guy, man. Shout out to uh, to Yuckmouth, man, the regime general, man. Really good dude. Really good dude. Yeah, that's, that's a, Godzilla is one of my favorite albums. So when I seen you collaborated with him, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to definitely check this out. When I heard it, too, I'm like, man... Mike, Mike, Mike just nah, uh, got it all. Well, um, the way that I look at it too, and I'm sorry that um, Swifty, Obi, Yuck, um, you did you like all those features too? Like you outshined them. That's just from my opinion, though. Yeah, no, and, and and I mean, and I mean, much respect to them, you know. But I agree, you know what I mean. But 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 let me tell you something. Like I'm supposed to. Right? Like, I'm the one, I'm the one on the come up. Like, I'm the one that's trying to get on. Like, I'm the one that's trying to impress their fans. Like, I gotta go harder. You know what I mean? Like, like, I got to go. I still think in the song that I did with, with, uh, Yuck Mouth and, 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 um, and Swift and McVay from D12, I still don't think people actually broke down the lyrics. Like, like, I was fucking killing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think they get it. Like, like, bro, like, even when you listen to What Up Though with me, Obi, and Swift, like, I was fucking killing it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, and, 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 I mean, I had to. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, I, I had to. You know, I had to. Like, to even get a little bit of, 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 of love, man, because those guys got a hell of a legacy. And, you know, anybody that would be a fan of theirs, you know, they may or may not be checking in on new hip hop. I don't know. You know what I mean? So I had to, I had to try to act the ass, man, on all those features. You know what I'm saying? You know, even the stuff I did with with with, with Crook and, and and um, you know, Family Business, and we and we still have yet unreleased music. You know that I hope comes out. You know what I mean? Because I'm fucking killing it on that too. <laughs> you know, so I'm yeah. Um, I'm curious too. You know, um, I hope so, bro. What's what's the feeling like? Like when you hear like you. On tracks like What Up Though, because I'm pretty sure you play those tracks from time to time, and like, yeah, that's me. Like, does, like, what do you say to yourself when you hear yourself like rapping like that? I say to myself, 
what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, I, 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 say, I say, I say, I say, I thought being dope was supposed to matter. Like, that's what, that's what I say. I say, I say, man, y'all, 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 like, you, you comment on everything except what's relevant here. Like, what's relevant is I'm fucking killing it. You know what I mean? And, and you know, but it's, it's, everything is read through the filter of popularity. You know what I mean? So, so, um, like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, man, I put my time in, G. Like, my dudes is fucking paid, man. My dudes is paid, stamped, verified. Like, listen, man, enough for the fucking dudes already. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, all right, enough's a fucking enough. Let's go. You know, let's, let's, let's get it cracking. Not that I'm entitled to it, but just like, just like, man, I don't know, I don't know what else to say. You know, like, I don't know, I don't know how, how, how much better, you know, a person is supposed to attack an opportunity. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, man. And, 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 uh, I mean, I know what it is, but when you ask me what I'm thinking, when I listen back to that stuff, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because when I listen to, like, Title Goes Here, too, like, I'm really glad you went and you kept going, too, because it's one of my most favorite albums. Mm, I appreciate that, man. It, 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 it was for me, too. Um, you, you, you speaking on my, my, my time as, uh, I, I used to go by Defocus, um, the D, the D still for Detroit. I used to go by Defocus, and, uh, and, uh, you know, that's a whole story, man. You know, I'm gonna give you the exclusive. Yeah, let's uh, not get into that. Exclusive. We're gonna go to Japan together one day, too. We're gonna, we're gonna go to Japan. We're gonna go to Japan one day, too. You're gonna get that exclusive, too. And, 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 uh, I got a connection, I got a connection to Canada that we ain't, that we never even, it's not even time yet, but I got a hell of a connection with Canada too. And, 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 uh, but we're going, we're going to do Japan and we're going to go to Detroit and we're going, I'm going to get into the defocus shit with you, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get into it. But, uh, but yeah, for, for anybody listening, I used to go by defocus. There's not a whole lot out there you can find. I kind of, I scrubbed the internet pretty good. Um, but there, there's a few things out there you, you could bump into. Low, low, low has uh, probably uncovered everything there is to uncover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, it's a, it's, a, it's about... a few things. It's a few things out there. It's a few things out there, including two extremely rare Defocus albums. Extremely rare. I mean, like very, very rare. Released on a limited uh, edition. Extremely rare albums. Extremely. There's one album that was only on CD. It never even made it to digital. Oh, so that's not even so, on the internet. Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's, there's some shit out there, man. Um, and yeah, there's some, there's some things out there, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say too. I spent about an hour a uh, day just trying to find old stuff because I'm just curious. That's all, sir. But let's not stray away from defocus because we want MLK socks time. Um. I I'm 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 curious too, um, MRK too. What are your thoughts on these documentaries like Surviving R. Kelly and Leaving Neverland too? I would like to get your perspective on these too because I watched Leaving Neverland and I kind of walked away he's like, wow, like they're just trying to tear down this man's legacy. Like he he's not even here to defend himself. Okay, so 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 before I tell you what I think of the documentaries. I have to qualify everything first because that's just how the fucking world works, right? Um, I think that R. Kelly definitely is guilty of uh, having sex with minors 
And I believe that the law needs to deal with him appropriately because of that. Okay, before I say anything else about R. Kelly or that or that that that, that documentary, remember that I said to you, I believe that he did things he should not have done and he should go to jail for them. And I I assume he will go to jail for them and I anticipate that happening for him, okay? Let me with that said, to talk about Michael Jackson. Um Michael Jackson did what all humans tried to do when he was alive, which was uh, a feat that only few could ever do. Usually that feat is left to people like kings and, you know, popes and the Dalai Lamas and the, the, the fucking, you know, the, the, the uh, what do you call them? The, 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 yeah, the kings and queens of the world, you know. And, and so he made you feel like he wasn't human. Right? Like, Michael Jackson looked like a fucking walking magical something. Like, he was just magic in flesh. You know, like, he, we, we bought everything he sold, hook, line, and singer. You know, we, didn't, we don't even see Michael Jackson like a regular man. He didn't even, he even went so far as to manipulate his physical appearance to not look like a regular man. Like, we fucking bought it all, man. So, when we understood that he slept in his bed with little boys. This shit wasn't as strange to us as it would have been like your uncle doing it or your father doing it, right? Like, like, like he somehow managed to make us uh, not think that he would do anything like that. You know, sure, there are people out there that touch kids and do this, that, and the third, but surely not Michael Jackson. Like, surely not him, you know, because that's fucking Michael Jackson. Yeah. Right? That is the feat, man, that, that, like, I mean, bro, like, how many people in history could pull some shit off like that, man? Like, people thought that Prince could float. Really? You know, they thought, they thought he could float and that, that when he spit on the ground, if you wiped it up, it would be the color purple. You know, you know, shit like that. Like, really? That shit is amazing, you know? And, and, and yeah, man, people think Prince can float, bro. Listen, listen to me, man. I don't even want to get into it. But, um, I'm so, gonna have to look this so, up. I so, don't even so knew that. With that said, with, 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 with that said, I am not a fan of publicly doing what those guys are doing because he cannot defend himself. Okay, Michael Jackson is gone. He's never coming back. He cannot defend himself against these allegations, okay? When he was here to defend himself against the allegations, he was found innocent, okay? When he was here, he's no longer here anymore. And this is not me saying whether those guys are telling the truth or lie. What I'm telling you about the documentary is, is I'm uncomfortable with the fact that Michael Jackson is not here to defend himself about this shit. Okay, so that's why I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to tell you whether I believe them or not or nothing like that. I just think it's fucked up that they didn't make this big a deal of it when he was alive. Okay, you know, and if those brothers are going through some 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 traumatizing shit, I wish them absolutely well. I hope that this process helps them. I hope that they that they grow old as healthy people and that life looks up for them from here. I think that people um, don't understand how far people will go to 
for fame and fortune and for money and for opportunity, right? I just I just don't think the average person can conceive people going that far, right? Which takes me to R. Kelly. <clears throat> the average person doesn't know that women tell police that people rape them all the time and are found out to be lying. That that happens, okay? Like, that actually does happen, and it happens a fucking lot, right? Like, uh, girls are put up to say people did shit to them, i.e. the Michael Jackson case, when the parents put their kid up to say that Michael touched them, and they wound up getting a settlement of, like, 250000 or some shit like that, right? You know, people can't fathom that people would go that far. Right? But they fucking will, man. Like, they will go that far. I'm not saying that that's what happened in R. Kelly's case. I'm saying that it is of the human condition for people to make up shit for money, fame, and fortune. Right? Like, I'm telling you that if 50 women are saying that R. Kelly uh, had sex with them when they was underage, I'm telling you that there is a high probability of some of those 50 women telling absolute fucking lies, right? I'm telling you that out of all of the women that, that talked about what Bill Cosby did, some of them were probably lying because it happens, right? So, so uh, um, R. Kelly is, a, is, a, is, a, is an extremely, it goes without saying, man, he's one of the most talented songwriters in the history of songwriting itself, right? But... He had no business dealing with some kids like that, man. No business, man. And I and I hate that as a creative person, I'm not able to be inspired by his future creativity anymore. That's selfish, but it's true. Um, I got I got daughters, man, and his ass need to get dealt with over that shit. So yeah, because you have long winded. Because <laughs> I want that's why I wanted to get your perspective because you have children too, and then when you watch stuff like that, I just wanted to hear your perspective on that. Listen, man, my son is not going to. I don't sleep with my son. You know what I'm saying? I'm not letting a grown ass man sleep with my children, man. Yeah, that's fine. You understand? Like it's just not what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not what I'm doing, man. So, so you know, again, that's a that's a whole that's a mutually exclusive issue, but uh, an issue nonetheless. And well, and with that, with two, like I like how you said, like you can't get inspired by his future work because he R. Kelly put out like a six minute song, basically just like giving parts of the story to it. Too, it's like, what are you doing? Right, right, absolutely. Um, and then, um, cause we're straying away too, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious too, um, Mark, how did you find Cliff Taylor and Poetic too, from my understanding, you known Poetic for a while. Okay, so which one you want me to talk about first? Uh, let's talk about Poetic first. Okay, so, so Poetic, um, I met her as a... Um, club promoter. I met her as, no, as an event promoter. I met her as an, as an event promoter during my time living in California. Uh, and she booked me um, through a management company that I was uh, previously signed to 
she booked me for some shows. And uh, that's how I met her. And uh, we, we we became friends. It turns out she her, she also is an artist. Um, she's a good artist, a really good artist. And she is a writer and she's a graphic designer. And and uh, I just got to know her as a person, man. She got her own movement called New Era. Shout out to her, Diverse, and everybody connected to that. And um, uh, she was just a friend of mine, man. Somebody that was on the grind just like me. You know, I, I thought when, when, we, when we met each other, um, she was doing so much. And I was doing so much, we instantly connected just on the fact of how much work we put in. I kind of looked at her like a, like a female version of me in terms of, like, the amount of work that she was putting in. You know, so we just we just really bonded off of that. And then uh, as the years went by, um, I met her, and I guess it was 2013. Um, and then... Uh, uh, she has now moved to 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 uh, Ohio. Um, oddly enough, wildly enough, very close to Clint Taylor. Who else you asked me about? But it, it had no connection to, to our connection. But but anyways, um, so when she moved there, um, she was, I guess in some some way starting over, you know. And uh, and I kind of saw her as 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 a uh, very valuable orphan out there. You know, and I said, hey, look, you know, bring all that work over here to that feeling. You know, <laughs> and, and, and she was with it. And so, she was with it. Shout out to Poetic and Justice. Clint Taylor, so Clint Taylor, um, go ahead. Oh, shout out to uh, Poetic, too. I checked her podcast out last night. I loved it. Yeah, we just we just dropped her, we just dropped uh, episode one, man, of uh, Poetic University. I said it wrong on my live. I said, uh, Poetic Universal or something, but it's it's Poetic University. Um, it's it's a it's a really dope podcast. Episode one is about trust, um, and she has some really cool insights, man. Again, from a female perspective, uh, from an artistic perspective, I think that people will really enjoy it, man. So uh, welcome, welcome, Poetic to the to the to the Definite Podcast Network, man. Uh, welcome, a uh, very dope show, Poetic. If you're listening. Um, and then Cliff Taylor too. How did uh, you come across Cliff Taylor? Ah, so so uh, on Instagram, um, he's somebody that was posting his beats every day on Instagram, and I just I just I happened upon him. I happened upon one of his posts, and I thought it was super dope. So I commented, said it was dope. <laughs> I started following him, and and um, you know. Uh, the more I heard, I, I, I'm trying to think, I think I asked for a beat. I think I saw him playing a beat, and I was like, yo, how can I get that? And uh, then we just started inboxing each other about that specific beat. And um, so let me let me make a long story short. So one of, the, one, of, one of my tasks for 2019 was to expand the brand, right, was to expand that feeling um, in as many possible ways as I can. And so... Um, I wanted to add producers to it. So uh, he was at the top of my list of people that I thought was talented enough to be able to wear the brand. You know, Clint, Clint Taylor is, you know, he has his own sound um, and it's real soulful and it's dope. And I, I believe he will be the next ninth wonder. I honestly believe Clint Taylor will be the next ninth wonder. And, and so, uh, so, I asked him to bring that work over here. And that's exactly what he did. 
and we are in the lab. We are we are in the lab. I, I feel at liberty to say, you know, we're in the lab crafting an album uh, for him and East Smitty. East Smitty has an album that is being created right now that is completely produced by Clint Taylor. I feel I feel I feel good about saying that. Oh, I definitely mostly excited for that. Can't wait to hear those melodies. And let me tell you, bro, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Shout on it? Smitty, man. It's crazy. D-Town's own. Check out his podcast, too, man. It's called Real Plus Food. Follow him, man, at E.Smitty1, man. E.Smitty's dope. E.Smitty's super dope. You guys have no idea what's about to happen with all of these artists and shit, bro. Like, it's going up. Are you are you on the album? Uh, not yet, not yet, not yet. But I am. But 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 oh, I am A and R in the album. I am. I I I am A and R in the album. Uh, so even if you don't hear my voice on the album, my fingertips are all over it, all over it. So your stamps on it, let's say. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. If you know what the A and R does, I'm, 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 I'm taking that title, I'm taking that role seriously for this project. Um, I'm so uh, my influence is definitely, definitely there. Um, I'm curious too because I like going back and like looking at old things too. I noticed that there was an old Dad Feeling logo before this one. Now I'm curious, how did the new one come about? Oh man, so so let's 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 hold off on that feeling origins for another conversation. Okay, I'm down. Um, because that's a that's a origin. Okay. Yeah, well, because that's an origin story, right? Like that's going to lead us down a rabbit hole that is going to far outweigh the purpose of this particular podcast. Like I feel like the importance the importance of that should be discussed exclusive to this conversation because that, because that, that, that will be wrapped up. I'd have to tell you the story for you to understand that. Okay. Yeah. And I'm always down to, you know, how you're always welcome on the show too. Um, but I'm curious too, when you, for sure, for sure. um, when, when you listen to hello tomorrow's album too, can we expect a Hello Tomorrow collaboration on the Amazing Sock Monster? No, that's not the sound. It's not the energy. It's not the sound. Um, yeah, because I notice it's, it's two it's, different sounds. It's, uh, it, it, yeah, it's an amazing sound. It's an amazing sound. You know, shout out to Tom Beach. He's one of the best doing it right now. You know, uh, but uh, what we create as Hello Tomorrow is very organic. And um, it has a different purpose and a different place in the market. In the marketplace, has a different. It occupies a different space in the marketplace, right? Um, MRKSX, the sock monster. I am here to compete. Like that's what I'm here to do. I am here to compete, man. I I am here to to. Uh, I'm looking for a hit, man. You know, I'm trying to get one before I get up out of here, and I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it, bro. Like I got some incredible things. One last, one last note about that feeling. Uh, so uh, that feeling, the re we're going to come back and talk about that stuff you, you talked about soon because we are working on uh, Go Get It Too. 
Um, go get it too. Um, EP will be out uh, most likely by summer. We have we're done with it now. So no, so sure. once we get to the point where we're ready to start marketing that album, we'll get more into the origin stories. But I just wanted to put that out there. Go ahead. Okay, um, and then too, because like I remember when you said in the Hello Tomorrow interview, you have music specifically made for radio competition, and then as with the Hello Tomorrow sound and that feeling sound too, so I know like <clears throat> that you have certain sounds and you separate them too, but I was just curious if you wanted to mash them all together to see what that would like. Have you ever tried that before, or that's something you never want to do? I, I think, so, 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 um... Yes, you you know it's it's all different. Like I said, everything has a you know branding is very important, so you have to be careful um, with that. People that follow the Hello Tomorrow brand, um, in my opinion, are not the same fans that will love. I cannot make this shit up. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I don't. I don't think that like like if if Hello Tomorrow is the kind of music they like. Um, it's not that I think, I don't think they will like, I cannot make this shit up. I would just say it won't be, it's not their cup of tea. That's what I say. It's not, it's not really going to be their cup of tea. Now, when you stylize it like, like that, how, like, um, the way that you sent it to me, how can I, how can I make this shit up too? Um, do you have to play around with the idea how you were going to present the title of the song or it just kind of came like, I'm going to do it like this? No, I just do what makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I just do. I just do what makes sense. Sometimes I, sometimes I, uh, like when I, when I, when, when we did the cover, the cover, the artwork could be out soon. It, it had the acronyms, but it didn't look good with the acronyms. It looked better with just the, the words written. So we just went, we just took, we, we just took artistic liberty, um, you know, just 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 to make sure the stuff looks right, you know, at at the end of the day. You know, so I don't, I don't, it, I, I, I would be lying if I said it's something that I put in an enormous amount of energy into, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't, man, I just kind of go with the flow. I just kind of go with the flow. I, I, I try to be a conduit to creativity. I kind of try not to be in the way, you know, um, I think it's the Midwest in me. I think being from the Midwest, you know, being exposed to so many different types of music growing up uh, and so many different types of art, so many different types of of influences, I don't really lean any direction. You know, it's 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 whatever, man. I mean, I, my earliest influences of music were gospel. You know what I mean? I was singing before I was doing anything else, and then I stopped singing. You know, now I'm back to singing. So that would have a lot of singing on this album, too, by the way. That would <laughs> that would by the way. Oh yeah, well I'm I'm glad to hear that too, because uh, when you hit those melodies too, I still every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, Jesus Christ, like this guy does it all. I shouldn't say Thank Jesus. You, I should no, you're Thank most you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely there's definitely plenty of that on there. Um, I'm curious too, since we last spoke too, um, do you have to when you're naming, I mean, sorry, when you're putting together the Amazing Sock Monster 2, does putting the songs in a certain order matter? Like song placement? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, song order for any project matters. Because you want to take people on a ride. 
you know, you have, you, you, the, before you're trying to do anything, you're trying to create a mood. You're trying to create a mood, right? So if I, if I, if I start you, it, it all depends on what I want you to get from this album. Um, do I want you to feel, uh, you know, I want to give you more of an easy listening type of vibe. I can do that with this album. Or if I want to bring you into my world and be a little bit more serious, I can do that too. Like song order matters, bro. You know what I mean? It's one of the reasons why people like um, Dr. Dre is regarded as one of the best to ever do it because um, he can he can he can structure the hell out of an album, man. Like the documentary. Exactly, exactly. You know, even you know Kendrick Lamar is one of the better people recently to do it, and uh, I would even say you know um, Nipsey Hussle, which in my opinion had the best album last year. Um, I love he, that. Album. His album was was arranged especially well too. You know what I'm saying? It's between him and J. Rock, but that's a whole other conversation. I love that Victory Lap album, by the way. Man, listen, man, that shit was so motivational for somebody like me. Yeah, okay, well, the reason why he said that too. I just, see, I don't even want. I, don't, I just, I just, I just, I just want. I just want to meet the man one time. Just tell him thank you for that shit. Because you've seen him on the grind from when he's been with the game, and now look at him now, he's Grammy nominated. Listen, bro, it's a special thing, man. It can happen. You know, it can happen. And um, I'm curious, too, when you're putting together the album, too, did you listen to it, like, a certain way? And be like, yo, you know what, I'm going to put this on here, and I'm going to put this on here. Or did you kind of sequence it all right the first time? has a purpose this album is an introduction to possibility that's what I like to call it it's an introduction to the possibilities so I'm trying to knock your fucking socks off you understand <laughs> like that's the whole purpose of this album is every time you go to the next song for you to say I did not expect this shit to be this good what the fuck am I listening to you know what I mean like I, I, I need to go back and listen to that again like this is crazy you know, like, that's what I'm trying to get you to do. I'm trying to line you up for the Amazing Sock Monster 2. You know, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, where, I, where, my, where my big records are coming. I got some big records on this one, too, but not like Volume 2. Volume 2 got some, some fucking huge records on it, man. Um, <clears throat> I'm curious. We out of here, though. We just, need, we, just, we, just need, we just need that one good budget, man. We probably, your shit about to be all over the place. <laughs> that's that's why. Yeah, I, um, I pre I'll be, I'll be, we'll, we'll, I'll be, I'll be in Canada. I'll be in Canada in no time, bro. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'll show you where the best socks are at here. Um, I can't wait. I'm bringing a suitcase just for those. <laughs> um, I'm curious too, Mark. Um, for because like I know personally, but like I want you to kind of let the people know too. Um. Is your wife a big inspiration to you, sir? 100%. My partner. The person the person that's closest to you is going to have the most influence on you. And she's the closest to me. And she got the most influence on me. One, one, one million percent. You play her any of your music from time to time and she gives her input on it? All of it. All of it. All of it. Like, 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 uh... Especially when I'm when I'm dealing with music that I'm trying to get um, you know women to be interested in, um, I'm absolutely taste testing it 
with her to kind of see, because she's not going to lie to me. Like, she's going to give it to me straight. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Even if it's not necessarily something that she would like for herself, you know, we got a, we got a phrase that we use, you know, often in the, in the business that, that we say, you know, that's going to work. Like, work just meaning, like, for the people that love that kind of music, they're going to be in love with that. It's not for me, but that's going to work. You know, that, that's 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 gonna definitely work right there. So yeah, so she'll let me know if she believes something's gonna work, or if it's not gonna work. Yeah, because uh, women can. You know, it's a, it's a special thing when a woman inspires a man, like you said on Stargirl. Right. Exactly. 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 It's easy for me to write those songs too, because I I tend to draw most of the inspiration from from our relationship. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's easy. A lot of the songs that come from just conversations we'll have, you know, or I'll be like, you know, secretly listening to her talk to her friend, and, and I say, "Oh, that's a song right there." Um, I'm curious too. Oh, she know I still ideas. She I still ideas for all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right out of her mouth and put them on wax. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, for sure. I'm curious too, with um you having like your foot on the gas and never giving up too. I'm curious, like, do you get discouraged sometimes? All the time. I say fuck this music shit at least twice a month. <laughs> at least, at least. I said, I, 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 man, it's not a week. It, it, it hasn't been a week if I didn't say to myself, "What the hell are you doing?" You know, like, bro, like, you honestly could have been anything. You know, man, I was blessed with the intelligence to have been anything. Could have been a doctor. I could have been anything, bro. Anything. You understand what I'm telling you? Anything. I could have took my money to go to school and went to go be anything, but I chose this. Because that's right? your passion. And so, and so, uh, I mean, you know, whatever word, whatever word fits the narrative appropriately, you know, but it is definitely something that I always understood would probably be the hardest thing I could ever do, right? But but uh, but I've learned how to take those emotions of uh, discouragement, you know, fear, anger, and understand that it's a part of the journey, man. Like, it's just a part of the journey. Like, you have to, you have to take it, you have to breathe it all in very deeply and know what it feels like to lose, man. Like, you have to know what it feels like to, 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 to sit in the middle of a bad decision, man. Like, you have to know what it is that, because from that will sprout the better decision next time. Like, you, you know, it, it just, you, you can't run from the outcome of, of these decisions. You know, my decision to say, all right, I'm going to do music, this is just what it is. Like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and build a team, man. It's a pain in the ass building a team. You know, like like I I am under an enormous amount of stress and pressure every day, and 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 you know driving the careers of multiple people. You know, it is but but I wanted to build a team, so it just kind of came with it. You know, and and so and so and so it's an enormous amount of stress and pressure, man. But it's all a part of being alive, man. So I love it. I love it, man. It makes the good days feel even better. You have a you know, but, but, I, but 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 nah, man. Discouragement is part of the it's, it's part of the journey. Like it's part of the trip. It really is. And, and and what makes or breaks you? Would you say that? Um. Like if you can listen, man. All I, I most of most of what I know 
from this choice to pursue music, most of what I know is disappointment, right? Like most. Um, you know, if you put the scale up, it would weigh on the side of disappointment way more than it would be uh, wins, right? Far more losses than wins, right? So it's a battle of perceptions. It's a battle of what you believe to be true in, in, at any given moment about your situation. You know, you could, you, could, you could tell yourself, oh, man, this is royally screwed up. You know, what have I gotten myself into? And then you just kind of figure out a way to deal with yourself. You figure out a way to say, well, look, I mean, you know, let me, let me, let me, let me take my L, my lesson. You know, L is not just lost, but it's lesson, you know, and, 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 and let me take my lesson, man. And let me, you know, my licks. Some people say my licks too, you know, my licks, my lessons, my losses, man. And, uh, and do it a little bit different next time. You know, that's how character is built. Character is built through the losses you take, not through the wins, man. You know, you are a product of the decisions you made when times were not good. You know, you know. Usually, when you see somebody win, bro, they stumbled into that door. They didn't win on purpose. Like they stumbled into that door based off trying to go into all those other doors that were locked. You know, and they just kind of backed into it. It was like, oh shit, what am I doing here? You know, well, I mean, something worked. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is what it is, man. And I see, I see, uh, you know, even even in what you're doing, man. Like I see the brilliance in it. You know what I'm saying? I probably see it even more than you see it. You know, but there's a, but there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a brilliance in it, man. There's a, there's a, uh, there's a uniqueness there. There's a, there's a, there's a, um, man, dare I say like a, um, there's a simplicity in it of just the plain love for this that you just don't find a lot of places anymore. And I believe it's refreshing, man. And, and, and I'm glad you brought it to that feeling. And, uh, and, and. If, if I don't do nothing else, I'm going to help you make that shit work. I appreciate that, man. You know, <clears throat> I'm just having fun. Like, I don't see, like, it's like what you said. I don't think yeah. I, I don't think I can fully comprehend, like, what I'm doing until, like, a couple years from now. Because I'm just, I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. And, like. You, and, and you know what, man? Keep your head down. Keep your head down and just keep going, bro. Like, just keep, just keep going, man. Keep going. Just keep, as long as it's fun, man, keep doing it. I think it's, uh, I think that has to, a lot to do with that feeling, too, because um, I haven't been a part of a team before, mm. too. That's why, um, that's why when you mm. said, I didn't expect that, too. Like, like since I actually have you here, um, I never would have expected for me to, like, you know, just to find, I found you through Crooked, and then, you know, it just went on from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful thing, man. But but that's the hip hop story. Any any hip hop story you listen to goes like that, right? Oh, I met these people, then I went there and I did like that's how it happens, bro. You know, like it's it's everybody's hip hop story the same way. You know, cook 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 it. I was you know I mean I don't know if you ever you ever, you ever played a game of uh, what do you call it, like pinball? You know what I'm saying? Where you hit the ball and it bounces all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it finally gets down to the end. It's it's like it's like that, bro. Like people don't just to you that way like they bounce back and forth they they go in and out they try things that don't work they try some things that do work they they do this they do you know what i mean then finally you see them but man by the time you see them bro they done bounced around in so many different places man that, that you just you wouldn't believe you know they had whole other crews and whole other things they were doing they went by whole other names and they 
you know, all types of things like that, man. So, 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 so stay encouraged with that, man, and just just keep the grind going. Definitely. Well, <clears throat> and you know, it's home team too, so I gotta make you guys proud. Mm-hmm. Um, and also too, um, and I appreciate you today, brother. No, no, hey man, like you said, man, um, you've been, uh, you've been putting in work for a long time too, so, um, just for you to acknowledge, you know, what I'm doing is br bright, um, I don't see it yet, but I'm just having fun, I, I, I really do appreciate that too, because, uh, man, <laughs> you're gonna be, you're gonna be huge, man, when people hear that music, man, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you guys gotta listen to this guy. Like this guy's no joke. And I'll be putting their first peep, first track I show him is "What Up" though, and they're like, "That's not his solo track." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I used to tell him that all the time. Like it should have been his solo." <laughs> I appreciate that, G. Thank you. Nah, that was Taylor made. That was Taylor made for Swift to be great, man. Um, yeah, but I appreciate you. I'm I'm curious too. Um, we appreciate you as well too, Mark. Um. Because you're filled with knowledge, too. And um, some of your old interviews, I find myself re-watching just because some of the motivational things that you say in those old interviews. Do you, um, have you ever thought about writing a book strictly on motivation? Not about your time in the music industry, or, um, but just about motivation in general. So, so, so I'm, hoping, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that Elbert Rowe will turn into that. Okay. That's what I'm hoping. So, so instead of you writing a book, you want to express yourself so people can hear the sincerity in your voice while you're saying this to them, instead of people just reading words. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it may, but it may turn into a proper book as well. Like I'm not, I'm not taking that off the table. I'm saying that I believe that that would be the platform that will that will take that idea that you just you just mentioned. And 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 put the necessary energy into it that would turn it into a book, you know, or some form, you know, like that. Um, how much does Elzai inspire your pen? Oh man, uh, immensely, right? Because I write from the I write from the perspective of what if he heard this, you know? How could I? How could I make somebody like him say, God, that was dope? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, or, oh, I see what he did there. Oh, I got that. I see. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, this guy was dope. You know, you know, man. Um, uh, you know, him him and people like, like Voice to 5'9", you know what I'm saying, who, who also is, is, is an extremely uh, large influence of mine, uh, somebody I got to meet last year and sit next to and show me respect. You know, for my craft, man, I was definitely, I would say the two times, the two, the two most important meetings I've had in hip hop so far, the was, was me meeting Royce and him giving me, um, his sign of approval. And when I met the alchemist and he gave me his, you know, as a producer, I think, I think, I think those two moments were, were, were by far like my greatest moments of knowing I was going in the right direction. Yeah, to, to get acknowledged by that, too, because <clears throat> Royce really did come a long 100%, way. 100%, 100%, bro, yeah. Um, you know, and he, and he didn't have to do that, you know what I mean? Neither one of them, you know, neither one of them, man, but, uh, but yeah, man, they kind of went out of their way to let me know I had something. Did Vish let you know? Huh? Did Vish let you know, too? 
Oh, uh, you know what? Um, I met when I met him. Um, we walked in the studio. He was working on some of his stuff, and so we listened to some of his stuff. And I dapped him up, and he left. I don't even think he heard my music, G. Oh. I, don't, I don't even think I don't, I don't even think he heard any of my stuff. Yeah, I don't even think so. Um, I got with his brother uh, like after that. You know, like I said, he was cool. He was mad cool. He was mad cool. Stuff's real dope. But nah, I don't even think. I mean, he could have. He, he could have, but not that I know of, right? Like, I didn't talk to him about my music. Oh, okay. So I don't know. All right, shout out to Vish if you're listening. It's Alien Game. Somebody else that I've had, somebody else that I've had a lot of dealings with too in Detroit. I've had a lot of dealings with um, the Nine Porter. Um, had a lot of, lot of, lot of, but that's a whole other story, right? Like, this, this could go on forever, G. <laughs> 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 could. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, there's a, there's a, there's a, there, there's a. Me and Detroit, man, that is a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother thing. It's all positive, but it's a whole nother thing. Like how you said, it's all positive, too. That's glad to hear. 100%. And I heard Claretta uh, uh, talking to you on the interview about how we met. She actually was absolutely right. How she thought we met is how we met. Oh, that's, that's exactly how we met. Actually, um, there's actually a couple yeah. questions I was going to yeah. ask you, too. Would you ever collab with her again? <laughs> of course, she's an amazing vocalist, dude. Like, of course, if you listening right now, like, <laughs> let's get it, let's get it, one thousand percent, like for sure. Yeah, amazing you, vocalist, dude. Yeah, you guys got a good track together too. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm glad to have it. Um, now. I'm trying something new with my returning guests, too. Instead of you giving advice on giving people in the dark place, too, I'm trying something a little bit different, too. Um, with you having okay. like, been in the game for a while, too, um, I just want to let you know that mm -hmm. you just never know who will love your old work and what they see in the future. So if you ever feel discouraged and say, fuck this music shit, just know that... There's people that wish that you never give up, and I'm one of them. I, I hope you never give up, and I hope that you no you, you get Thank all you, the bro. dreams that you deserve, sir. Because from what I've found lately, you deserve it all. Thank you, G. Hey, it's much appreciated, my guy. Like I said, I keep it a buck. Or like Flea said, I keep it a mill. Is there anything you'd like to plug in before I let you go, MLK Socks? Because you're going to be back on the show, obviously. Man, just, just shout out to for, for, for sure, 100%, man. Shout out to the crew, man. Shout out to my squad, man. Shout out to that feeling, man. As an old man, shout out to, to from the desk of Lowe. Shout out to you, Lowe. Um, shout out to, again, man, Poetic. Welcome to the team. Shout out to my guy, Smitty. Shout out to DJ Montana. Shout out to Hits Marley. Shout out to Wiz is Beast. Shout out to Henny P, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, shout out to Clint, Clint Taylor. Um, man, I hope I ain't forgetting nobody, but <laughs> the whole squad, man. Um, we, we we coming, man. Um, um, I'll follow all of those people, man. In the damn one ten, man. Follow, follow everybody. Just come by, come by at that feeling, man. You you you'll get the link to everybody. Become a subscriber. Um, it's three bucks a month. You'll have access to all of the music. You want to pay any extra, whatever. Um, drops everywhere. Just just come straight to your phone. Um, 
That's about it, man. Shout out to, to, to the world and anybody that took the time. Let me tell you something. If you got to this point of the interview, if you got to this point of the interview right here, I want you to inbox me on Instagram and I got a gift for you. For the for the first ten people, for the first ten people that make it to this to this moment of this don't man, don't tell them no. Don't tell them. Don't oh, I'm not saying there. nothing. I ain't saying shit. Out there, but I'm telling you. The first ten people, the first ten people that that hit me, I got a free T-shirt for you. Now, if you live overseas, you got to pay your own shipping. You got to pay your own shipping. But if you <laughs> if you are in the U.S. and you make it to this moment in the interview, I got a free that Philly shirt for you. Just hit me up. You gotta listen to it all. No fast forwarding. Don't let them know that I even said that. Just let me see. Let me see if they make it this far. Oh, don't worry. I'm not saying shit, sir. My mouth sealed. <laughs> all right man cool um and then with that being said too this uh another class this is uh, every time mark appears on the show too it's always great energy when he appears on the show so that's why anytime he wants to come on talk his shit or be conscious or even just say some motivational stuff he's more than welcome on the show plus that's the general right there next time i'll be on it man we'll be talking about shoot man he's probably the release of the album it's not that yeah, go get it. Go get it, too. I'll be back soon. And if you, with that being said, too, that's another episode from the Death, Desk of Low featuring M.O.K. Socks, Michigan Rapkin, or the Amazing Sock Monster, whatever you want to call him by. Uh, I just uh, stopped the recording, sir. Oh, hang on. <laughs>